Toastmaster of the Day looks like the most intimidating job at the Toastmasters meeting because it's the role of the one running the meeting. It's like trying to be an agent for order in a swirl of chaos, like a teacher and a swarm of students who are running for the door at the end of a long school day. Being Toastmaster of the Day does not look easy. But today, I have three tips for people who are nervous about taking on this role for the first time. Are you interested in public speaking or leadership skills? Then Toastmasters is for you. Welcome to the Toastmasters 101 podcast, where we talk about Toastmasters education program, Pathways. I'm your host, Kim Kragy. What exactly is the Toastmaster of the day? Well, Toastmaster of the Day is one half ringmaster, one half taskmaster, and the one half gardener of your Toastmasters club. Yes, that is three halves, because this is a big role that takes several different skills to put them all together. What's really compelling to me is how we're terrified of this role, maybe rightly so, but how easy it can be to do. Different clubs have different traditions regarding this role. Here are some things that you might need to consider. Are you expected to bring copies of the agenda? Do you make sure the agenda is filled or does the vice president of education handle that? Will you fill the missing roles from the lectern or do you fill them before the meeting? Do you download the speaker introductions or do you expect the speaker introductions to be handed to you at the meeting? And what about a theme? Man, that sounds overwhelming. But the fact is, most of those things are done normally in your club. It's not like you're working on a piece of ground that has never been planted. You're in a well-cultivated garden where the members know what needs to be done and how they've always done it. This leads me to tip number one. Get to the next few meetings early and watch the interactions of the Toastmaster of the Day and the Vice President of Education. Sometimes the Sergeant at Arms is also a driver in getting the show on the road, when I was sergeant-at-arms, I helped fill the empty slots on the agenda before the meeting began. In an ideal world, the agenda is full the week before the meeting, so the Toastmaster of the Day knows who the speakers are and can contact them regarding their introductions. In real life, this doesn't happen enough. I've been in clubs where getting people to sign up for roles feels like pulling teeth and we're filling in the evaluator roles and the grammarian at the last minute. If you know you're going to be Toastmaster of the Day in the future, you can try to manage this in anticipation. Ask people personally to sign up for the roles. This is where a theme meeting might help inspire people to commit early. I've never been a member of a club that consistently used themes for the meetings, I'm told that it's a very important component of successful meetings for the clubs that use them. I'm not skeptical. I'm just unfamiliar with the concept. I've spoken in clubs where there was a theme and had to struggle to adapt my speech to their theme without any warning. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But theme meetings do help everyone get into the spirit and the fun. That's important. Clubs that have problems with members, either a lack of membership or members who don't sign up for roles, might find themes help build fun. 
at the very least, you can dive really deep and come up with some of the most atrocious puns based on that theme. People love to moan at puns. At least that's what I tell myself. When we think about it, themes do drive many of our most important personal events. We have birthdays. We have anniversaries. We have holidays, which innately create themes. When I hear of speakers who don't know what to talk about, so they don't want to write a speech, a theme might help them focus. Does your club use themes? How do you see that work out in your club? Does the theme drive the prepared speeches? Or does the speaker have the right to give a speech without regard to the theme? I imagine table topics would follow the theme, right? In my club meeting tomorrow night, we have the rare theme night of Toastoween, when we're all going to talk about the fear of public speaking. We have almost a full agenda. I'm still looking for a timer if anyone wants to come by. Starting the meeting on time, maybe out of the Toastmaster of the day's control, but the rest of the meeting is in his control, there are a few tricks to manage this. First, make sure you welcome guests and ask their name from the stage. If you have a full agenda, you don't need to ask them to give anything else at this point. Let the club president acknowledge them again at the end of the meeting and ask for their comments then. In the United States, most clubs start with a Pledge of Allegiance. Then there might be a thought of the day, an invocation of the day, a joke of the day, a word of the day. If you have guests, be sure to explain the word of the day purpose if the grammarian or the word of the day leader does not. Honestly, these rules are very important, especially to new Toastmasters who are not yet quite comfortable getting up and giving a speech. This gives them time to stand and speak, so don't skip them the way I frequently do. I forget to pledge all the time. We once had a member who paid for four years of membership and never spoke at all until he gave the joke of the day. In the next two years, he finished several levels of the classic program and even served as an area director. Those first rules are important, so don't skip them. Tip number two is pretty simple. Keep an eye on the clock and on your timer. Make sure that person knows you're expecting them to keep the meeting on time and to give you and speakers sign if they're going on too long. It's more than just flashing the red card. Sometimes it's a secret symbol between you as Toastmaster of the Day and the timer to wrap it up or stretch it out. Depends on what's going on. The responsibility for the time management of the meeting depends on all the members, not just the Toastmaster of the Day, not just the timer. The Toastmaster of the Day must have a sense of the timing and how much time is left to be sure that everything can be done well. That may mean the introduction to the meeting and the prepared speakers may have to be adjusted. Work with your timer and the table topics leader to make sure that the prepared speakers don't steal all of the time from the meeting. Table topics can expand or it can contract. You don't always have to have everyone give a table topics presentation. Picking up a couple of members who don't have another role in the meeting can be enough. Most Toastmasters agendas have times on them for the rules. Watch those very carefully. That's a really great tool for you to use. My tip number three is get those speech introductions as early as possible. 
What looks hardest about the role of Toastmasters is to keep the meeting moving. In my experience, the difficulty increases exactly based on how few speaker introductions are available. It's easy to keep things moving when you have a well-written introduction in your hands. If I don't have an introduction in hand, I tell the speaker that they've given me free reign to lie about them, and I do, extravagantly. I believe I once introduced our club president as the man voted most likely to be gunned down by the police for robbing a bank. Don't give me the opportunity to abuse my power because I will. You know, that could have gone really badly since all I knew about his speech was the speech project from the manual. Imagine if it had been a story about a horrible experience with the police. No, no, no. It's much better to have a good introduction. So if you don't have a good introduction, you can default to the Toastmasters contest format. The speaker's name, the name of the speech, the name of the speech again, and then finish with the speaker's name. It's safe, but it's not as fun. I'm just saying. One way to prepare for this is to email the speakers in advance with an introduction form that they can fill out in return. You don't even have to use an attachment. Just put the form into the email and send it and set a deadline for it to come back to you at least one day before the meeting. Why do I say this? Well, maybe you have access to your phone and cell service where you meet, or maybe not. You do want to be able to read those introductions, whether you print them out or just download them to your memory to read off your cell phone or your tablet. I've learned not to trust my Wi-Fi connection in one of my meeting rooms. Too much building above us in the basement. In the other, sometimes the Wi-Fi password just isn't available. The transition from one speaker to another doesn't need comment from the Toastmaster of the day. A simple thank you is enough, and then going on to the speaker introduction for the next speaker. It is not time to tell your own story. And I am looking in the mirror when I say that. I forget this simple rule so many times. I promised you three tips, but I have one more. Tip number four is regarding the transitions moving on to table topics. One of the table topics leader's jobs is to explain table topics to the guests as is necessary. The Toastmaster of the day can say, here's our table topics leader, Todd, who will explain how table topics works for our guests. Then shake hands and get off the stage. Let that leader shine and work with members. That's an important role. And sometimes we tend to blow past it because it's fun and we don't realize how informative it is to the meeting. I personally think that it's best if the Toastmaster of the day does not participate in table topics unless specifically called upon. This time is supposed to be for the other members to speak during the meeting, not the Toastmaster again. This can be hard, especially if no one volunteers quickly. Be patient. The table topic leader should call on someone and you can stay in your seat for now. When table topics are done, you may have to ask for votes if the table topics leader forgot to call for them. If your club votes for the best table topic speaker, some clubs do, some clubs don't. I know of at least one club that tried to eliminate that vote, but it got voted down really badly. Competition has value. 
The next task of the Toastmaster of the Day is based on club tradition. In some clubs, the Toastmaster of the Day introduces the general evaluator, who then takes over the meeting for the evaluation portion. The general evaluator will then introduce each of the evaluators, the grammarian, the eye counter, the word of the day master, and the timer, or not. Some clubs have the Toastmaster of the Day manage this entire portion of the meeting, and the general evaluator has two to three minute speaking slot at the end of the meeting to give an evaluation of the flow of the meeting. I prefer the first. The stepping stone leads to becoming the Toastmaster of the Day. The other way isn't wrong, it's just not my preference. The Toastmaster of the Day might finish up the meeting with announcements of the winners of the contest, best speaker, best table topic speaker, best evaluator, and then turns the meeting over to the president. If the general evaluator runs the evaluation section of the meeting, the Toastmaster of the Day role is just about completed except for those winners' announcements. However, in some clubs, the president manages that. How do you know what you're supposed to do? It's really simple. Watch how your club does it. Spend a meeting or two working with the agenda. Follow it closely. Watch how it's done. You'll discover that being Toastmaster of the Day really isn't as hard as it looks. Why do I want you to be Toastmaster of the Day? Because the challenge is worth it if you want to be a leader. You've got the stage. How are you going to use it? You might be comfortable in a situation where you're in control of your message and Toastmaster of the Day is as much about managing a bit of chaos as it is structuring an event to make people comfortable and give them the learning experience they seek at our Toastmasters meeting. Be Toastmaster of the Day, even if you're not interested in being a leader. Understanding that role will make you more sympathetic and teach you how important it is as a prepared speaker to be able to adjust and go with the flow when things go wrong, because they will go wrong. And you'll need the flexibility to learn from this role how to cope with the problems when they crop up. There's no reason not to be Toastmaster of the Day and many reasons to do it. So sign up now and do it. I hit a big podcaster milestone this week. I saw someone post a link to my podcast on Facebook before I could post one. I'm going to shout out to Ron Williams for posting a link on Facebook in the official Toastmasters International Members Group last week. Thanks, Ron. If you want to tell others about this podcast like Ron did, we would love for you to share our website, Toastmasters101.net, or tell people to go to our Facebook page, Toastmasters 101 Podcast. Thanks for sharing this podcast production of Toastmasters District 10. Our music today is from incompetech.filmmusic.io. Next week, this podcast might be a little late because I'm speaking in a different district. This is going to be exciting. I am looking forward to meeting members of District 11 and sharing about how to market our Toastmasters clubs. If you're going to be at the Fall Education Day this weekend, that's November 2nd, 2019, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, come say hello. I'll be the one in the hat.